Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. From Q&As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, guys, I am back in the studio with Kimberly, everyone's Hi. favorite guest. Is this your third episode? <laughs> I think it's my fourth because I did the dating in New York breakup confession. So this is my fourth. Yeah, fourth? fourth? Wild. Oh, I know. my God. It's okay, weird. You're, like a, you're a fan favorite then. How exciting. Uh, last Thanks, time guys. you were here, we were talking about breakups. Yes. And I've had a couple people ask me, like, you know, in various forms, whether it's Instagram or like, you know, TikTok, whatever, how to get through a breakup. And I have always given them that episode. Oh, that makes me really happy. You have the best breakup episode. I listened to it. That makes I, like, me really happy. I thought about your, and also we were talking the whole time, like, okay, let's not use Pete as an example so we <laughs> don't jinx it. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, literally shit. jinxed. That's not great. <laughs> For um, sure, jinx. Yeah, that episode, was that was my favorite one to record. Mm-hmm. Well, the first one was my favorite because... I think like it was so stream of consciousness or whatever the expression is. Yeah. And we like had literally no theme or game plan. Yeah. Yeah. And like I happened to be coming off of that crazy story that happened. And then we just like riffed the whole time. Mm-hmm. That one was so fun. The breakup one, like I feel like means a lot to me because like I love that I can share that experience with like so many people and yeah. hopefully help them. And I don't even like I never listen to the episodes because like I can't listen to my voice. Mm-hmm. Like it really my voice is like, first of all, really crazy. <laughs> I know I've talked about this on here before, but like listening, I don't realize how like how many voice inflections I have until I listen to it. Yeah. Anyways, I've never listened to it, but I've never listened yeah, to anything. I've but gotten that's good fine. feedback. <laughs> you got really good feedback. But thank so you for having me from listeners. I can't believe this is your fourth one. I know it's weird. It's well, fun. any updates, any life updates for us? Um, life updates. Well, first of all, let's let's rewind, because if we have new listeners, can you give a little brief synopsis yes. of like who you are? So what you do? <laughs> my name is Kimberly. I'm from Texas and I live in New York. I am not an influencer. So like being on this podcast is really fun for me. I've done mm-hmm. a lot of public speaking through work, so I'm very comfortable like public yeah. speaking, but I don't do anything like influencer wise related at all Mm -hmm. I do work in the arts and I do have a fun art Instagram that I consider kind of like a personal blog and TikTok and TikTok that I'm working on Peyton's encouraged me to work on Mm -hmm. I am an art advisor so I manage corporate and private art collections which means I just buy art for people and help them understand the market and all of that and there's a lot more to it but that would take an entire podcast to explain very different from obviously my life but Kimberly sometimes when I come into the city will be like let's go to this cool gallery or whatever. Yeah. It's been so fun because I want to learn more about art. And you've been sending me some stuff. 
Yeah, I'm trying to give Peyton the itch of art collecting because it's kind of like I always tell people it's like you spend everybody's so intimidated by making an art purchase Mm because it is expensive. But I always tell people it's like you spend that money on other things, whether it's like a couch or like Rolex or a Chanel bag or like whatever you splurge like a trip Mm -hmm. lights like you can easily just put that toward a piece of art. Yeah. And it's such a cool investment when you really take the time to like either work with an advisor to get to know what you're interested in or take it upon yourself. And then it's like, like, you know, when you save up like your Rolex that Mm -hmm. you saved up for for such a long time. And it's like the sense of accomplishment that you have when you look at it every day. Yeah. And you're like, fuck yeah. Like I bought that. I searched for it. I found Mm -hmm. the one that I wanted and you paid for it yourself. Like that on your wall making your space your space is just the coolest thing. Yeah. I think I'll get more into it for sure when I have a more permanent space. Yeah, for sure. But I, I think the, the good thing about the watch for me, one, I'm a timepiece girly. Like yeah. I was looking back at photos of me the other day, like when I was younger, from three years old on, I have a watch on my wrist. That's so cute. Like, like baby G. No, yes. Like no <laughs> other jewelry, but like a watch. I needed to have my watch. Did you have a baby G watch? I did have a baby G watch. I also had like the Michael Kors era watch. Of course, oh, I had the yeah. biggest gold one that I could the find. The Michael Kors watch was like $250. Yeah, I remember being like, mom, please. I need it. Like, and it was, she was like, this thing is so ugly. Yeah, what the fuck? And then I had the Michelle watch. Oh yeah, that was I a good had one. that one. And then I wore this like little Gucci watch that my dad gave my mom for their like first gift Bad. ever. And then, but I saved up for the Rolex. And my big thing was like, I want to be able to buy this comfortably. Like, I don't want to like spend all my money on it. Yeah. I want to look at my bank account and still be okay. And that was the big thing for me. So when I look at art, I'm like, I mean, some of the pieces you sent me are a third of the cost of a Rolex. Yeah. You know? Like it's, it's just getting over. It's just like a shift in your mindset of where you're spending your money. Yeah. I also think that you should talk more on TikTok about that. Like aim that's to a good idea. get like a, an audience of people who like maybe have some expendable money or are going to have that yeah. soon and get people interested in collecting art and like share different artists. Like you send me artists all the time and like pieces that are, are under so many. like five grand yeah. or around like, that area. I will say the majority of my collection is under that price point and I yeah. have a lot of art. Yeah. And I'm actually, if you live in New York, I'm doing a young collectors talk Ooh. Um, with, I'm on a panel that's about like how to enter the art market and yeah. being a young collector. What are the details that. of that? It's taking place July 29th. I actually don't have any more details because I just found out about it like last week. Yeah, yeah. We just set the date, but it's going to be me as the advisor. We're just like sitting on a panel and firing questions at us about oh, awesome. art, I guess. That's which awesome. is so fun. Well, I think you should do that for TikTok because I feel like I haven't seen anyone really doing that on yeah. TikTok. You need to like actively do it. I know you go to galleries all day, every day. It's literally like half of my job is going to see the art and consuming it. Yeah. And understanding it so that I can understand like what's happening in the market. And also like if you come to me and you're like, okay, this is my budget. I'm really interested in art that speaks to feminism or Mm -hmm. like nature or anything. I already have the encyclopedia in my brain of like who you should be interested in. what's going on, yeah. So like literally a big part of being a good advisor is going and seeing the work. So yeah. I do go see shows like at least once a week. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, we'll I should, that. that's good TikTok feedback. Thank you. She's the archivist, the archivist on yeah. TikTok. It's I've had so that good. name since like college. I love I it. I love it. It's so well, fun. Also speaking of college, Kimberly and I, if you're new here, have known each other since college for like 10 years yeah. through our friend Laurel. I told Laurel I want her on the podcast and I was trying to figure out what I wanted her on for. And I got a question the other day during an Instagram Q&A that was like, how do I approach men? Like, how do oh. I become confident enough to like go to a guy and approach him? And I thought about Laurel being pregnant with 
you know, she's married and pregnant with the guy that she approached at work. Yeah. She literally like she was his intern. Yeah. And like pretty much asked him on a date. I actually spoke at their rehearsal dinner. Did I already talk about this on the podcast? I don't think so. I don't think so. I spoke. Well, I'm obnoxious. So I spoke twice at their rehearsal. dinner. I don't know if you remember Mm because I like didn't say enough. Then I went back up for round two. But my whole speech was about how like Laurel's version of how they met and her husband Josh's version of how they met Laurel's gonna kill me are like so different because like Laurel like approached him I know she asked him on their Mm -hmm. first date and like she's just such a baller she would be great for that she would also be really good at like being positive like you and I I don't think that we're negative but I think you and I are both like realists yeah we definitely are like I I'm definitely I would not call myself a positive person. Well, Laurel lives in like rose-colored glasses she world. Does. And like, that's why her story of Josh is so different than yeah. Josh's. Because she's like, and then I just walked up to him and I was like, hey, Josh. <laughs> and Josh it's on the so other true. end is like, what the fuck is yeah, happening? Josh is like, that? she like forced me to go on a date. She was like the intern. She like forced me to go on a date with her. I was like so scared I was going to get fired. <laughs> intern. Yeah. That's so good. So we'll have Laurel on, but that's our mutual friend. That's how we met. Laurel and I went to college together and then Kimberly and Laurel went to high school together. Yeah. So right. we just all became good friends through like what? Going to Roundup at, U- at yes. University of Texas. And Chili Fest. And Chili Fest. A&M. And I feel like Peyton and I always, well, I always, I was like a, an OG follower of your blog, like back in mm-hmm. blogger days. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like actually pertaining to today's episode, I feel like I loved all of your like wellness, self-care stuff because I'm like so, I'm like such a self-care girly yeah so that's like why I always loved your blog and then I feel like after college when you moved to LA and I moved to New York we just like got more and more in common as we got older life yeah Yeah, exactly so it's always nice to have a fellow expat Texan living in in a big big city in the big city (laughs) today's episode is sponsored by Notion Getting work done can feel impossible some days, especially if you're tracking tasks, writing docs, and setting goals in a million different tabs or programs, or even switching back and forth between your digital list and your list on your notebook. I am speaking from personal experience here. If this sounds like you, then listen up. Notion is an incredible tool that makes it so much easier to make progress on your projects. I use Notion on both my phone and desktop for tracking my daily to-dos, writing out my weekly meal plans, brainstorming podcast episode ideas, planning upcoming trips, and truly so much more. The possibilities are endless. And I love that the workspace is super customizable too. Like aesthetically, it just, it makes me so happy. Notion is such a powerful tool for your personal life as well as your professional life. Today, I'm excited to share that they just launched Notion Projects, which includes new powerful ways to manage projects and leverage the power of their built-in AI features too. Notion Projects combines project management with your docs, knowledge base, and AI So you can stop jumping between tools and stop paying so much for them as well. In just one workspace, you can do everything you need to get your projects over the finish line from brainstorming to drafting launch plans to organizing sprints and keeping everyone on deadline. On top of that, Notion AI helps you automate any tedious overhead like summarizing meeting notes or finding next steps freeing you to do the deep work. AI is so killer in Notion. I'm obsessed with it. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects. You can try it for free today at notion.com slash note to self. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash note to self. When you use our link, you're supporting our show. So go right now to notion.com slash note to self. 
Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am Divorced Not Dead. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said. Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves for the happily ever after? Does our love story really have to be one great lengthy novel, or can we be happy with a book of short but exciting love stories? I guess we'll find out on Divorced Not Dead. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey, so buckle up. Okay, well, question. Yes. As we're talking about, because we're going to segue into the solo day. Yes. But I think we should talk about first updates in your single life. Like, are you dating right now? Have you gone on any updates good dates? Updates in my single life. Because if y'all have listened to the other episodes we've done, Kimberly's had some interesting <laughs> dating stories. I've had some really unhinged dating stories. I just, yeah, you'll just have to go back. To this. I'm not even going to try to encapsulate it <laughs> shortly. I have been dating, no one in particular, to just mm-hmm. like nip that in the bud. I feel like I've had a really interesting mentality lately toward my love life where like, I just feel like, well, I don't know if you've seen that TikTok. I feel like I always have to talk in TikTok speak, yes, but there's like that one TikTok that's like, I've learned enough life lessons. I am fully formed. <laughs> yeah. so like that's kind of how I feel about my, my love life where it's like, okay, I get it. Like I I've it. grown, <laughs> I've formed, like, I don't know what else I I've had all the bad do. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like. But I'm I'm in a good place with it because I feel very comfortable with like being single and mm-hmm. like where I am. But I yeah, I feel like how do I articulate this? Well, something I was with some younger girls recently that are like art friends of mine. And tell mm-hmm. me if I'm getting really off topic here. How young? 24, 25. Okay. And they're so cute. They're like, I adore these girls. Mm-hmm. Like we have so much fun together. And they were asking me dating questions. And I was like, well, like dating when you're older it just gets harder. And it's not, it's not harder in a way like dating is so hard. It's just Mm -hmm. harder to find someone that you align with. Yes. Because, and this is why I love art people because the girl that I was with just like put it into like a crazy analogy that made so much sense. Mm -hmm. She was like, we're like water. Like we're 24, like we're like water and we'll just meld to whoever and like we'll find someone and then grow with them. And you're like already ice. Like Mm -hmm. you're like already who you are like completely. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know if that makes sense Well, not completely, but- like, of course, I think when you find somebody, you become a little bit malleable to them. Yeah. But I think the older you are, the more that you have such a secure sense of self mm-hmm. that it's just harder to find someone where like on the first date, you're like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with you. Because yeah. you're just like, I don't know. You're just I kind of feel I feel like influenced sludge. by things like I feel like not sludge, like not that's good. water, not ice, but like, like a 7-Eleven slushy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know what I want, but I also can be, I can compromise on a lot of different things. I think like, that's good. I think a big one is like where you live. I can actually compromise See, I, on that. I can't compromise on that. Yeah. That's a big one for a lot of people. Yeah. I think also like it was like when I moved in with my ex and all that stuff, people are like, why are you doing this? How is this happening? I'm it's like, so different. For I love living in LA, but like I grew up in a family that moved all the time. Yeah. And so like moving, being somewhere new, like it doesn't freak me out. And I don't have to be anywhere. So what specific. for you is like a non-negotiable loyalty, oh, honesty, yeah. like those kind of things. OK, I think right now, like now through my last relationship, I realized like self-awareness and someone mm-hmm. who can reflect and find their own boundaries and articulate yeah. them and be like assertive about their own boundaries for me, yeah. which I think is a hard one because I think that's something a lot of men struggle with. Also, though, I think sometimes it's communication and sometimes it's lack of self-awareness to even start the communication. You know what I mean? I feel like with my last relationship, he was so worried about pleasing me. I think that happens a lot. Yeah. I've been in a very similar situation where it's like, I think that 
I don't know. Like, I even if I asked I, questions, but like, what can I do better? What what can I do this? He's like, nothing. You're nothing. perfect. Yeah. I'm like, okay. You're I like, perfect. amazing. I'm I am great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, believe me. I spent a very long time thinking I was perfect. And I was like, this is too good to be true. And it was. <laughs> and it was. Spoiler alert. It was. I am not perfect. I couldn't have asked more questions, though. So I'm proud of Same. myself. I could have been like, no, leave it to us. I want to. I want to. Like with a magnifying card. glass. Yes. Yeah. A report card. Well, it's like I have realized lately TikTok has told me that I have a praise kink and I literally have a praise Wait, kink. What is that? So it's not kink. even in bed. Like a, the praise kink happens in oh, bed. A praise kink. Yeah. Like I have a I need I put a TikTok on my words close of friends. Is <laughs> yeah. your well, I need appreciation. Language. And I didn't realize that, I guess, until later. Like I always thought it was, I'm like, I'm quality time. I don't need words. I need appreciation. And I need to be told like, you're doing this well and you're doing this poorly. Yeah, so like I can feedback. fix the poor part. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like I put a TikTok on my close friends recently. I don't know if you saw it, but it was like a guy being like, found out my girlfriend has a praise kink and he like walks around with gold stars <laughs> and like, <laughs> I didn't see that. like a girlfriend report card. I wish and I'd it's, seen like, that. Sending TikToks, that. A plus, like got hangry a plus and That's then like hilarious. made her a mug that says number one good girl and like gave it to her <laughs> yay i'm like i need this what is your love language quality time is my number one interesting and then acts of service is huge because i'm very independent so like when yeah. someone picks up something for me like that's it's huge like a big relief yeah it's a relief and i usually don't ask anyone to do something yeah. like if someone does something for me without asking i'm just like <gasps> like gasp you know what i mean i get that i think mine well mine are touched like with a boyfriend yeah and gifts like I like to give gifts yeah. I don't like crave gifts from people because I feel like me neither I don't like need things from people yeah yeah I'm it's more like girl. I like to give people gifts that are really really special and unique to mm -hmm. them and it gives me so much satisfaction I found the most perfect custom gift that I was considering getting Laurel for her birthday oh actually gosh, you have to tell me later I'll tell you about it because I love when I find like a cool website of like I don't know, like cool books and like home decor candles, yeah. games. Right now I'm looking for like aesthetic games. So fun. For my oh, house. I'll send you a really good website that really, has I feel like really good, like bright, kind of like LA vibe games. Yeah, yeah. But my apartment's very like neutrals. Like mod. Mod. Very like. Minimalistic. Neutrals, but like chunky. There's like a lot of plants. Like a lot of architectural yeah. vibes happening. I'll show maybe. you more pictures of it later but anyway dating I feel like so I have been going on dates but it's something that I'm not like seeking out right now how are you finding these people that you're going on dates with so I've had this like whole back and forth about the apps recently we're like okay so I don't know if we've ever really dug into this on mm -hmm. the podcast but I know we've talked about it like in real life because I just love talking about this with my friends mm -hmm. but like I have so many weird feelings toward the apps yeah and I've been trying to push myself to like do the apps more because like at the end of the day, I don't know how to describe this. Like, I've been really craving a partner lately, but not a boyfriend. Like, I don't really want to do, like, all the steps it takes to, like, find a partner. Yeah. But I want a partner. Does I know. that make sense? I, well, I keep saying I don't want to date. I want to be single or I want to be married. And that's it. Exactly. That's well, it. Well, I don't have to be, quote, married, but, like, essentially, like we were talking about, like, marry, like, in an actual partnership. Yeah, in a partnership. Yeah. I don't need to be genuinely married right now. So, but. like... I don't feel like it's something I don't feel like I'm dating in a way and I don't even have time to date right now to the point where it's like something I'm carving out my schedule enough to be like actively on the apps. Yeah. So I I meet a lot of people just like out in New York, friends of friends. Mm -hmm. Every now and then I meet someone through work, which is more rare because I work with a lot of women and men that aren't interested in women. Yeah. Yeah. And occasionally I'm set up with people. I've been on like two app dates and they're not 
they haven't been horrible, but like I've had way worse dates with people yeah. that I've met in real life. That's actually good. That's a good yeah. point to point out. I got on Hinge for the first time. How was it? It's been like three days. So how's it going? I'm not. I have not said really yes to anybody. There's actually three <laughs> guys that I've said yes to. Haven't talked to any of them. One of them reached out and like started a conversation. And the first message you sent, I was like, no, Age, everything. Can't. Okay. My problem with the apps is everything. And I hate the word the ick because I think it's so rude. Everything and gives like, me dick. Everything. It's like, if you're hot, I'm like, ew. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ew, but like I've, stop. And listen, then if you're not, I'm like, ew. I haven't like, seen any hot guys. Me out. I haven't seen any hot guys. They're out there. But I also don't like, I don't even like hot guys and like yeah I mean my issue is I can't tell like I'm such a mannerisms person like energy I'm an energy person but like there is something about someone that in person just translates obviously so much better 100 and I feel that like I feel that way about myself like I think I translate better in person same like it's just people's energy is so different than what you can scroll through in six pictures also I've noticed that hinge the photos you put on hinge and like your your you know, profile on Hinge is very different from like Araya or like an Instagram. Yeah. And me putting in my job on Hinge feels like very unofficial. Like I just yeah. feel like a weird, you know it's, what I mean? Yeah. Well, Raya's a lot more like, Raya feels like the LinkedIn of dating apps to me in a way. Yeah. Because it's a little that. more formal. I mean, it, it's not because it's also like douchier, but mm-hmm. it's like a little more formal. It's like, here's me speaking at a conference. Like here's me in a photo shoot. Like, yeah. And then here's me like parting my ass off. Like, it's just, I don't know. Hinge is like a little bit more of a free for all. I feel like normal people are on Hinge. Normal people are on Hinge. Also, like there's an element of it being funny. Like some people can actually be funny on there. Like when people are dead serious. Okay, this is something that really like like, grosses me out. When people answer, when it's like, I'm looking for, mine I think says I'm looking for book recommendations or like coffee or something. Yeah, yeah. When people are like, I'm looking for like, maturity honesty and an open communication i'm like ew like, also stop it's like taking on the thing so seriously it says like what i'm looking for on the little like on your like where it says like your college and your yeah. height and everything it says like what you're looking for in a relationship, relationship. like long term could be short could i'm like oh? i'm like get off yeah <laughs> no just make that <laughs> touch grass you don't need to do touch grass <laughs> don't do not put that on because you can yeah. make it visible or not i'm like don't That's, do that that grosses me out people with too much information visible like they do drink they don't, they don't smoke. They sometimes do drugs. Mm-hmm. They, I'm like, yeah, it's what? like sometimes I'm like, good for you. I hate that. And then if it's like, if they don't have any of that, I'm like, well, what are you hiding? Yeah. What's happening like, here? You can't, for me, from my perspective, you can't win on Hinge. No. Sorry. As we discuss on Note to Self constantly, women are multidimensional and so are the ways we feel good in our bodies. Nike knows that, and now they've made their most meaningful investment in women yet with products that work for every woman, every body, and every part of your movement journey. From leggings that move with you and keep you worry-free during your period, which is huge, to super soft, versatile bras and sneakers that let you flex to your fullest, Nike is here to help you feel your all. So go ahead and reach further into that stretch or push it during your run because Nike's got you. No matter what your fave workout or way to exercise is, Nike has something for you. They've invested a ton of time and money into figuring out what feels and fits best for us. For example, how many of you stress about your period when you're working out? I am on high alert during my workouts, whether it's in the gym, in a class, or on a simple walk during that time of the month, which is why Nike just introduced awesome leak protection biker shorts. They're made with an ultra thin liner, which means you can work out or chill out without worry. I think that is absolutely iconic. 
Nike is so dedicated to making women feel comfy during movement and mindfulness that they have performed thousands, thousands of body scans on actual women to engineer bras that provide all the support for the way we move. So they've got the girls covered for any activity you're doing. And speaking of comfy, I am living in my Nike Go and Nike Zenby leggings constantly. The Go leggings feature Infinilock fabric to lock you in so you can go the distance. These also have lots of pockets, which is key. While the Zenby leggings with buttery soft InfoSoft fabric provide gentle support that unlocks your every twist and turn. I own multiple pairs of both of these leggings, as I'm sure you've seen me sporting on my Instagram stories all the time. So head over to Nike.com today to discover all the ways that Nike helps you feel your all. That's Nike.com, N-I-K-E.com. The other day I came across a guy who was both Christian and atheist, actually, on his Have religion. Have you seen those people that are like Christian, Jewish, atheist, Buddhist? I'm like, calm down. Like, <laughs> you just happening? check all of them? Yes. I'm like, what are you also, trying to Also, a lot of guys put their Instagram in like the first question that they're answering. Ew. That stresses yeah. me out so much as well. <laughs> I was talking to one of my male friends this weekend about Hinge because we were like trying to help him pick out photos. And like, yeah, yeah. we were like, you don't have literally any photos that are suitable for Hinge because all of his photos <laughs> are like selfies that are like this. No, no. Which makes me understand why a lot of guys' profiles look like that, Mm because that's literally all they have. But we were talking about how, like, we hate when people have two truths or a lie. Because we're like, if you think I care (laughs) as a stranger, which of these is true? And it's always like, I always took took a flight to Ibiza on a whim. It's like, I don't care if that's true or not. Why has everyone bought a one-way ticket to somewhere? And that's the most, (laughs) that's their most interesting, crazy Take the word Ibiza (laughs) off of your hinge. If it's on your hinge, take it off. I've seen a lot of, I bought a one-way ticket to Costa Rica. Yeah. I'm like, like, sick. Cool. (laughs) Also, I don't like that. Like, me either. I'm like, do you have a plan? Do you have a job? You have a job. That is exactly so what I many think. Thoughts. That is exactly Ugh. what I think when I see that. Because you know I like someone busy. Like I like someone who's dedicating yes. their life to a career. 100%. If I see one way ticket to somewhere, I'm like, no, that is horrible. That's yeah. my worst nightmare. So yeah, I don't like die for the apps. Like they're just they're just not for me. And I I actually talked to Laurel for a long time the other day because I was like, I feel like I need to start doing it because at the end of the day, my whole life revolves around work, which is same pool of people. Yeah. My friends, which I love my friends so much and yourself, myself. And it's like, I am branching out a lot because I live in New York. So I'm constantly meeting new people. Mm -hmm. But at this age, you do have to make more of an effort to meet new people because it's not that everyone you interact with is single anymore. It's like, yeah, people are just more coupled off because we're older. Yeah. So I was like, I, the apps are good. Like, it's just like, again, it's kind of like LinkedIn. It's like, you're putting yourself out there in a different way but then I'm like ew I don't want to do this I wonder how dating apps are going to change now with like AI coming out like the Apple thing like the little goggles and like all of that like ew can you this is going to be even worse actually maybe it's better because maybe it's we can like see people quote in 3D but I will say when people another thing that grosses me (laughs) out is like when people put videos of themselves on their hinge I'm like or like the voice feature ew I'm like I just picture them sitting in their room like one time I... <laughs> and then restarting <laughs> yeah like how many takes did this take I just can't it's just and I'm not bashing it like I some of my I'm not bashing it but I am awesome bashing it SOs, like I've met a lot of like a lot of my friends have amazing partners that they've mm-hmm. met on the apps you've met a partner on the app yeah like I've had better dates from the app that I've had in from people I've met through mutual friends yeah at yeah. a birthday party like things that happen in real life that are like the ideal scenario that you like you know you want to like tell people of how you met someone. Mm-hmm. Like I understand the appeal and I will keep 
looking at them like I'm looking at a menu. I just yeah. don't know if I'm going to like order something. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm doing. That's my mentality. I'm not really planning on going on any dates unless someone really, really, really surprises me. Yeah. But I've only seen one. I've seen one guy that I think is hot. That's He's a paramedic. Exciting. Cool. Cool. It's giving we Cam haven't Gallagher. Chatted, but I've seen him. I think I've seen him on Raya too. I've seen this person somewhere. Maybe he's like from Texas or something. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about also, what? <laughs> just like, I don't know if this happens in LA, but in New York, my friends and I are always like, we'll be walking on the West Side Highway or something, which is like the main central walking yeah. terminal of the city. And we'll be like, oh my God, I've seen that guy on Hinge. Like they're everywhere. Yeah. And I've they also are had in real life. a couple guys that I like have known through friends. Like I had this one guy reach out on Hinge and be like, I will. I'd remember that smile anywhere. Like, doesn't matter Oof. if you remember me or not. I won't be too hurt. And then I also saw a guy that I made out with the other <laughs> week on Hinge, and I'm like, e. It's a battle zone. I also hate when people. I hate when people message me and say anything. Yeah. Like if they're like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm like, "Boring." Yes. I'm like, "No." And no, if they're like, "You have amazing eyes," I'm like, "Ew!" <laughs> like, stop. Like, you haven't Get even the seen fuck me out of here. Person. <laughs> and then I'm like, "Damn." I like mine says I'm looking for book re- recommendations. Yes. And when people send me book recommendations, I I'm like, it. "Ew!" Oh my god, mine show recommendations. But I'm asking I for genuinely it. am looking for show recommendations, and I've gotten so many. I do have many. a list on my phone of the book recommendations. Okay. Well, I also need to great. see that. But my show recommendations are always they're like, have you seen Secession? Have you seen White Lotus? I'm like, are you like, fucking who do you kidding think me? I am? It's gross. I'm like, I immediately X. Immediately X. If someone sends me a rose, well, immediate we, X. Ew, the, <laughs> the I, rose? Over my dead body, will I ever send someone? If you find out I'm sending people roses on Hinge, make me go on a reality TV show so I can like divert <laughs> yes. my energy elsewhere. <laughs> That is so, why did they put that feature in there? I don't know. Like, it's embarrassing for anyone. It's embarrassing (laughs) to send them and it's more embarrassing to receive them. Is there, is it a rose thing? Like, animation for it? Or no, I think you get like three free ones mm, every so often. But mm. have you received a rose? Yes. Because it comes to you like, like you received a rose. (laughs) It's like, ew. Ew, X, X, X. (laughs) I've never X faster. It's brutal out there. Well, anyway. So now anyway. we're, we're not dating. So we have a lot of time to ourselves. Yeah. That's what I've been telling like everyone that I, I've talked to about being single. I'm like being single when I was 25 was fun. Being single now, it's still fun. But especially after living with someone and like them taking up a lot of my time. Now I just have so much it's like, time. It's culture shock, I think, yeah. after a breakup. And I'm also working way less than I was when I was 25. So yeah. like because I can now, thankfully, and my my job is just pivoted. Like it's just I'm getting better at it. The whole yeah. thing. So now I have so much free time work wise. I can't like dive into work too much because then that's unhealthy. And I'm like, all I do is go out and get feral or work or lay <laughs> at my house. Like yeah. that's it. So let's talk about the topic of today because this is actually a great segue into like how we're spending our free time. Yes. I think for me now that I'm not with anyone, I'm not going on dates like like actually couple like dates. You know. Sport. Yeah. For like, like our weekly date night or whatever. Now I have to date myself like truly again. And I kind of was whenever when I was in a relationship still, because we had, I did have free time within that relationship and he traveled a lot. And especially when we were long distance, I was still dating myself. Yeah. But like now I'm going out and doing like on purpose, full day dates with myself that aren't necessarily work related. Okay. Like to me, Mm -hmm. a day to myself with zero obligations to other people is Heaven. Heaven. Like, I cannot express that enough. Mm -hmm. Like, if I know I have a Saturday in the foreseeable future, like in two months or in three months, because I'm so fucking busy. Yeah. Where I know I have no obligations. And like, I hear people are out of town and I'm like, yes. (laughs) Because I love my friends. But like, if my friends are in town, I'm going out with my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I 
a day to myself is like heaven, like a hotel mm-hmm. room alone, heaven. That's what Saturday is shaping up here for me to be. Oh my gosh, I'm because so you're jealous. out of town. My friend Sav's out of town. My friend Maddie's here, but I think she's going to Governor's Ball. You can Ball. like map out your Saturday. I know. I'm, I'm going to get some ideas from today. I mean, I'll probably end up just going to day drink with so, whoever else yeah. that I can find. But um, let's talk about the anatomy of a perfect, let's say no obligations day. Okay, so, not so a like work a Saturday, day. not a work yeah, day. Like a, a great oh my gosh. day you can get off of work. I can smell it already. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you had the best day ever in London. I did have the best day. Okay, so I went to London recently. Yeah. And I went through my grad program. So mm-hmm. it was for school, but I went a day early and had a full day in London by myself. And the day ended and I literally was like, I think that was the best day of my life. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, what's funny about today is I can do all of that any Saturday. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't do, besides the fact that I was exploring a new city, which innately is fun, fun and yeah. is different. Like I wasn't doing anything that I don't, that everyone doesn't have access to mm-hmm. all the time. I will say, I think the key to starting a solo day really like off on a good foot is coffee in the morning in bed. Okay. That to me is like any day I have coffee in the morning in bed every single day, you but do. I usually go make it and then get back in bed. Like I do carve out my morning. Like French press. Do you use like, like regular My Keurig? French press is like my therapist. Like same. There's something about it. Oh, it is I like, love it. I also yes. feel like very chic and like artisan, like very, it's very like, chic. Yeah. It's if you get a French press, don't get an ugly one. If you get one that's like beautiful, it's just like a nice, beautiful thing to do with your mm-hmm. morning. And also as we both are, if you're like a task reward oriented person, yes, it's like the one little thing that you do in the morning where it's like you do a task and you get a reward. Like it's yeah. so nice. Well, and also doesn't take as long as like, it doesn't take that long, but it takes long enough to feel like therapeutic. Like you've something. And then also I've been really into like finding my great, like my perfect coffee bean. Oh yeah. Do you grind them yourself? I do grind them. I need to get a I better get grinder because I don't, like I have the one that has like two little spinny things. Yeah. The ones with four are apparently better because it makes oh, it all like uniform. But anyway, I'm I'm just getting started. So I am looking for my perfect blend. That's that's a really fun like mm-hmm. project. I should do. I don't you blend do my it. own beans. You should. I mean. Or grind my own beans. I have more like my kitchen storage is crazy. Like I have a You're ton so of storage. Lucky. I know. But I live in freaking LA. Yeah. It's much like everything's more spread out. Mine's obviously. like zero. I mean, I'm also paying for the kitchen storage. Yeah. Let me fucking tell you. I have no AC, but I have kitchen storage. Oh, I have so. AC and kitchen. I have like no kitchen. <laughs> my kitchen storage is like above all the cabinets yes. and it's visible. Mm-hmm. Well, I love my grind. You should definitely do that because it's like adds a little something. Yeah, I that like adds an extra step and like an extra sense of satisfaction that you did mm-hmm. it yourself, which also I personally fresher. love. It's, it's really oh, fresh. I didn't know that. Yeah. If you grind your own beans, like it's allegedly from what so I've looked you, at grind them the morning that you brew them I grind them right before I use them oh wow mm-hmm. oh that's so fun I know I also do think that there's something really luxurious about iced coffee and having it made and cold for you yes so I do love having a healthy stock of iced coffee in my fridge mm-hmm. and of like coffee grains yeah, yeah coffee grinds so that I can kind of choose whatever vibe I'm wanting that morning like yeah. usually during the work week I like to wake up and pour an iced coffee because Sometimes I don't have that much time in the mornings because mm-hmm. I've got to like get to my workout or like start work. But on a Saturday, I am 100% making a French press. Coffee. I am re- currently in the middle of doing a project with Keurig and doing their new iced coffee Fine. maker. Oh my God. With stop. A, like one little 
press and your iced coffee is being made oh, for I'm you. Oh, I'm so jealous. So I'm going to use it this week and I'll let you know. Or like when That's I get home. That's a great sponsor. Great sponsor. Incredible. I will say like I like for the hot coffee, the French press, but I think for the cold coffee, this will be a game changer. I love iced so coffee. Easy. Yeah. Also, every year on my birthday <laughs> and sometimes on other days, if I'm having like a crazy hard week, mm -hmm. I'll go to my bodega or my coffee shop at night and mm -hmm. get myself an iced coffee because mm -hmm. I just love iced coffee. And yeah. I will say iced coffee from a place with ice in it and everything is mm -hmm. just better. Iconic. Like I like to make my own hot coffee, but mm -hmm. having iced coffee like from Blank Street, which is like taking over the world. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so good. So on my birthday, the night before my birthday, I'll go and I'll get iced coffee and I'll put it in my fridge. So in the mm. morning, I'm like, oh my God, someone brought me coffee. <laughs> that <laughs> is the really, most single girl thing in the whole world. I know. But it really, well, I started the first year that I had like gotten out of a relationship. Yeah. I was like, oh, no one's going to bring me coffee in bed on my birthday. <laughs> then I was like, wait, I, I can do, do that. It's like not like, that's like the least thing that I need another person for. <laughs> yeah. So that is like, okay, so we're starting with coffee. Way to start a day. You yeah. have to start with coffee and you have to drink your coffee. Like my coffee drinking time is so sacred to me. Mm -hmm. It's like when my brain's turning on, it's kind of like, to me, that's like a form of meditation. Yeah. What do you do? Do you just sit there? Do you scroll on your phone? Um, or are you? I try really hard not to scroll on my phone. If I'm just really stressed out, I just give in to TikTok. Yeah. But I love to listen to the daily podcast. Mm -hmm. I love to listen to like there's a really good NPR morning podcast that I like. I like to listen to news in the morning because it just like wakes my brain up. And yeah. I feel like it gets me. I need to listen in to a way good more frame news. of mind. I'm not a, I'm not a big news girl and I need to. Oh, I, I love the news. I'm a big like news current event girly. Like today is like today's like my Super Bowl in New York because it's like we have this dust apocalypse oh yeah y'all we are i mean it is full los angeles it's insane in new york because in la we have some experience obviously with dealing with wildfires which is horrible it happens a lot in northern california and it'll like Coffee. come down to yeah it'll come down to la so like the air is just horrible like it's just a whole disaster we've like, it's, never experienced it it's here. very apocalyptic and right now there's some fires in canada that are like pretty bad and yeah, they must be really bad. They're because like fully in New York. The smoke, you can smell it in the air. It's like pretty it's crazy. It's awful. But yeah, I'm like a big like current events nerd. Okay, so you're doing coffee or doing current events. Or mm -hmm. if it's like a really lazy day, actually my favorite thing to do. And if anyone's ever lived with me, they're going to like die laugh because mm -hmm. I do this so often is sit on the couch or lay in my bed and watch NPR tiny desk concerts or music videos. Okay nothing like current events <laughs> that was more for a work day yeah yeah like on a weekend yeah, every we're talking single saturday, saturday. We're talking okay saturday. i got i got mixed up i got yeah, sidetracked yeah. by my coffee yeah routine i will be in bed every saturday drinking coffee watching npr tiny desk concerts on youtube i don't even Do you know, know what, what those that are is. no oh my god <laughs> i'm so upset okay NPR has these things called tiny desk concerts mm -hmm. and they invite artists like Mac Miller did one like wait yes I do know and they is. have it in their office yeah I know I know and it's it like it's called tiny desk concert because it's like literally like on they used to do them like behind the desk at NPR I in the do offices know what this in is. New York yeah, yeah they are the coolest like I well obviously I like love art like I love all expressions of art mm -hmm. and it's the coolest expression of music like yeah, in yeah. that intimate setting and seeing these really big stars or like they have Broadway not People teams <laughs> casts yeah <laughs> they have Broadway casts on a lot to do like different Broadway scores but it is the best way to start your day because okay. it's music but it's also like watching something mm -hmm. 
and while I'm you're drinking your coffee. Kind of obsessed with music videos. Like yeah. I can sit and watch music videos for hours. I always forget about them, especially for like the vibe yeah. of the background of you know, I actually saw best. this thing on TikTok the other day that was like the most it's a very niche TikTok, right? I wish I remembered her name, but it's like best movies to have on in the background of a party that obsessed. aren't too like it's not where you could follow it too much. Like Mean Girls. We're like, no, but it's like not something that people know or you could follow too much. It's like like the graphics oh, are like crazy. Or like, yeah, it's like very, like you're putting it on mute and, you know, no I one's going to be watching that. it too much, but like that it helps with the whole vibe of the thing. She does like this as a series. Incredible. So I immediately followed her, obviously. I wish I remembered her name, but it it's like the perfect content. Like I, I go to TikTok for that kind of niche, weird yeah, I need content. to find that girl because yeah. there should also be a list of music videos to yes. put on at a party. Yes. Which I like, or like, I genre. think I actually have a list on my phone of music videos that like, so I lists. love to put on <laughs> at a party. But yeah, I think music videos and NPR Tiny Desk Concerts over coffee alone is okay. like heaven. So then what are we doing in after a fluffy that? bed? So first of all, you got to like stretch out your morning routine. Like yeah, yeah. after you're done with your coffee, do like all the skincare stuff, like mm-hmm. Put on sunscreen. Sunscreen. Put on sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And like brush your teeth, do teeth whitening, like whatever you do with it. Do all your beauty stuff. Yeah. Before so you, you feel go to do anything. So fresh. you feel good. Yeah. If you feel like going to work out, I think Soul Cycle is literally like the best way to get endorphins. Mm-hmm. I also think like if I can manage to wake up a little bit earlier on a Saturday and carve out an hour to go work out, I feel so much better all day. Same. And I also like the majority of my solo day things I like to do in like casual gear. So I think it's yeah. great to like kind of break your day off into two parts. One is like workout girly and mm-hmm. the other one's like cute girl. Yeah. So like to work out, go to Cycle or go for a long walk. Like I love a long walk to mm-hmm. a podcast, like Same. a hot girl walk. It's Same. like it's a classic for a reason. It's a classic for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. So like Soul Cycle, if you haven't done it, you've got to do it. It's just mm-hmm. like the it's like literally my religion. Yes. Or Pilates or whatever. Go work out, get sweaty. Like that's another form of meditation. Mm-hmm. And then I think like you need an act. We need like lunch and an activity. Yeah. Right. OK. Well, I really like to. I don't really like to sit down and have a long lunch by myself. I'm more of like a get something to grab on the go, like a smoothie or something. Yeah, yeah. And go to like, like one of my favorite activities to do alone. This is what I did right when I landed in London Mm -hmm. is, well, I mapped out my day. This is also a good, like in terms of anatomy for a solo day, Mm -hmm. I think it's nice, especially if you're in a walking city to map out like three or four places you want to go and then just freestyle between. So like when I was in London, I knew there was this bookstore that I wanted to go to. And I knew there were like three boutiques that I wanted to go to. And I wanted to go to this restaurant at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. So I like mapped out my day according to like where those places were on the map. And then Mm -hmm. I just freestyle between and like, yeah, hop in like a shop, walk and shop kind of day. Mm -hmm. So like I love to spend a lot of time in a bookstore. Okay, And I feel like that's kind of a lost art that a lot of people don't even really know how to do anymore. See, I go to a bookstore, I go in, I buy the books and I leave. Okay, so like like, my family on vacation will spend hours in bookstores like okay. we're such freaks so you're reading the books no 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 no, no. what are you doing <laughs> no. what are you doing that would be so crazy I mean I guess you could but I think that's like more people go like to bookstores and read books maybe I don't yeah. know we like you just look around like it, there's so much at bookstores like yeah. it's like TikTok but it's mm-hmm. reading like there are so many different sections but it's like in person yeah so like my family will walk in, will disseminate. Like my dad goes to like the birding section because my dad's obsessed with birds. Yeah, yeah. My brother goes to like, like 
FBI, like history <laughs> is probably where you would go. I know. <laughs> and I'm like straight to art and design. It's like you can look at the coffee table books. You can look at the book books. Like so you're looking at the books to buy or to potentially buy. Okay. Like I every time I go to the bookstore, I leave with three books. Yeah. Because I OK, I also personally I'm a big reader. I like to always have like some kind of a poetry or short story book that's like kind of like short. Oh, someone said it's so funny the other day. It's like commitment. It's like reading for people with commitment issues. Yes. Is poetry. I like that too. Yeah. Like I love poetry and like short stories and essays. Or that because, one like Brianna West or whatever her name is book that's like 52 essays or something that will change yes, your life. Yeah, yes. Something I have like that, that book. It's yeah, really yeah. good. Like I love to have one book that's like short things like that, that I can just pick up and put down. Mm -hmm. And then one like silly, stupid beach novel that's like drama and interesting. And then one intellectual book that's like actually growing my brain. Yeah. So I'll walk into a bookstore and like, just look around, like think about what you're interested in. Let that guide you. Well, my issue is I'm not a big reader. So I leave with a ton of books and then I literally never read them. And then I go back and I get more (laughs) books that I haven't read them either. You're a collector. I'm a collector of books. (laughs) So you've gone... You've gotten your coffee, you've worked out, you watch it, your tiny desk shows. Yes, tiny desk um, You've done your, your, <laughs> your, you've done your skincare all drawn out. You've got your smoothie, you're at a book store. Then I'm shopping for shopping. three or four hours. Like okay. I can, and to me, shopping does not necessarily mean buying things. Yeah. It's like going and like touching. There's another TikTok <laughs> is like, you have to walk into the store and touch everything and then leave. Like that's yeah. me. <laughs> But I think it's like shopping, especially in a different city. Shopping is such a cool way to like see what people are wearing in that city and like yeah. what the trends are. And like, I don't know, it's just Especially interesting. when you go to a different country, like if you're in London, going yeah. shopping Yeah, and like shopping yeah. in Amsterdam is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's a, it's just like another interesting art form to yeah. explore. But I also think shopping is a great self-care activity, even if you don't buy anything, just like going and looking around and like trying things on and getting makeup and getting a face mask. Like, yeah, I can walk around literally a CVS for two hours. I mean, like, I can buy fun. knickknacks all day. <laughs> yeah. Knick-knacks. I'm a knickknack girly. Same. Lots of candles. Yes. Exactly what I was saying that I wanted to see online more, like those like little more curated shops. That, like, like gifts do you and have stuff? neighborhood goods in LA? We don't. Oh my gosh. You have to go while you're here. Okay. So good. I will. But yeah, so, like shopping. And if you're not like big into clothes, I think that can pertain to like anything. Like yeah. there are so many stores decor, out there. Like, go to like Bed Bath & Beyond if that's your thing. <laughs> yeah, Target. <laughs> but just look around. Literally like, go to Target. Look oh, at the prices. Target. Sometimes I, I just like to look at like, look at the prices <laughs> and think about the economy a little bit. Like there's so much. Everyone's like, damn, I would never want to have a solo day ever. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is just Kimberly's solo day, okay? She's looking at prices. It's interesting. It's interesting. Just Sometimes about the economy. I like, don't know what things are worth. Okay. <laughs> so you, you've gone shopping. This podcast always exposes like what a freak I am. <laughs> you've gone shopping. What else do you do? One of my favorite things to do on a solo day is go see art. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is so intimidating to people, but it's actually the easiest thing ever because the fun trick is most of the people working at the gallery don't want to talk to you either. So yeah. like you don't have to be intimidated. And like, I'm joking, they would talk to yes. you. And like, if you want to learn about the art, just engage with them. But I think people are really scared of galleries. But like, 
galleries are there for you to explore. Mm -hmm. And pro tip at every show, there's a piece of paper that explains the show to you. Like people don't know that. And it astounds me. Yeah. yeah. So like, don't be scared to go walk around at galleries. If you live in New York, Chelsea is like gallery heaven. Yeah. So is Tribeca. So is Lower East Side. Like so is Brooklyn now. Even Upper East Side. I know other cities you do a little bit of research. For sure. You know, for sure. And museums, it's like, mm-hmm. those are there for you to learn. Oh, I loved museums. Being in D.C., I had oh, the greatest DC time going great around. Art. Yeah. Like, there's so much, there's so much to look at. Even, like, I was in Amsterdam recently, mm-hmm. and I went to go see the Vermeer show, which was, like, a very famous artist yeah. that died a long time ago. Uh-huh. Like, there was a show of <laughs> their work at the Reich Museum, yeah. and I accidentally bought a general admission ticket, and it was all sold out, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I came all the way to Amsterdam. Like I should have a good attitude. So I just like walked around the museum and all they had up was a boat exhibit, Mm -hmm. which is probably of all things that could possibly be (laughs) the museum, like the least up my alley. But honestly, if you just like force yourself to read one page of what they've provided you, Mm -hmm. it's really interesting. You know, when I realized I was old is that we went to the spy museum when I lived in DC. That's sick. And we went and we were like, looking through I mean we were probably a third of the way through and it was took us two hours to get a third of the way through because we were reading every single thing and I was like fuck I'm like getting old now it's like like someone wrote that down for you to read it yeah like that's the crazy thing about museums and this kind of is how I feel about books too Mm -hmm. it's like I walk into a bookstore this is like really esoteric this is like really freaky stuff (laughs) but like I walk into a bookstore and I look around and I'm like all these people just like wrote this for potentially me to read. <laughs> yeah, like, this for anyone. Is crazy. Well, like, I thought it was important enough to like be like a new cool thing they needed to write down. Yeah. You know and like, I mean? think about the question people ask of like, if you could have dinner with five people dead or alive, well, you can read a book that they wrote. Yeah, probably, that's true. That's you know, true. or listen to music they made. Yeah. Or whatever it is. It's oh, music also, by the way, integral part to a solo day is like yeah. having a good playlist or like a good podcast lineup mm-hmm. so that you can have your earbuds in and like yeah vibe out you also said earlier because we kind of talked about this earlier the micro oh, interactions yeah. yes okay so I have a theory about micro interactions mm-hmm. can you explain what that is first? yes okay. so I think oh what micro interactions yeah are. yeah yeah <laughs> just like all day I I just started taking notes of like not notes I started taking notes yeah. of good days that I have and bad days that I have. And I found that my best days are always days where I have micro interactions all day. Mm-hmm. So I work remotely. So I'm always by myself. So it's not like I'm immediately waking up and interacting with coworkers. Mm-hmm. So like if I just go downstairs to get my coffee and I have a brief interaction with the bodega guy, it just like lifts you up a tiny bit. Yeah. And then if you continue your day and you like pass a stranger and you're like, I love your shoes. Like you just made their day and yeah. it makes you feel better. And like, or like, oh my gosh, your dog's so cute. Like little micro interactions, I think really like up your vibe, energy, yeah. up your energy and also like make other people happier, which I think is good less, karma. You feel less alone. Like you're still having a solo day, but you feel less alone. 100%. Yeah. Like which I do that all day. easy to do here in New York. It's so, I have so many micro interactions it. here. Yeah. Me too. I was telling Peyton when I walked out of my apartment, there was this like guy picking up the trash mm-hmm. <laughs> and we both looked outside and we looked at each other because it was like red and yeah. smoky and we were like what the hell <laughs> like those kinds of interactions I feel like really first of all I think make a solo day like you said yeah. feel less isolating or like lonely mm-hmm. if you do tend to feel that way but also like you're making someone else's day too yeah 
I makes just them feel love comfortable. to chat with everyone when yeah. I'm in a good mood. Yeah. Otherwise, course. I'm like, no one's sunglasses on. Yeah. Hat on. Yeah, I feel that. I also think another key to a solo day or just like solo time in general is your inner monologue. And I just learned mm-hmm. that like not everyone has an inner monologue. Like I've heard that one. I do. I can't imagine a life without it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, what does I do, that feel like? I mean, it's just like a chain of thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. But People don't have that. What do they just... I don't know. Is it silence in Maybe there? they're just like really present. I'm kind of jealous. It never be me. Yeah. It never be me. I also live in a fake world. Like I have a fake world in my head. Kind in of. my head, I'm an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think you understand like... I am an influencer in my head. Like when yeah. I buy stuff, sometimes I'm like, in my head, it's like a monologue of like what I would be saying to my audience about like these shoes. It's Isn't really crazy. Weird. I feel like that that's really common. And I think that like, I think about it because of work and everything I buy. You have to have an I literally, I do like I buy things in order to try them. And I'm thinking how I can, if I like it, you know, yeah. position it or if I don't like it, how I position it. But like, it's crazy how much our culture is centered around that, that like people yeah. who are not influencers also think like that. It's really weird. Yeah. But I think mostly like, can I link this? Can I write this off of my taxes? Yeah. I, <laughs> That's I, I unfortunately don't get to think that way. <laughs> but I think having an inner monologue, just like, a positive inner monologue. Yeah. I think when you're having a solo day, that's a great opportunity to start looking at your own thoughts all day. Yes. And also practice lucky girl syndrome. I think that a solo yes. day is the perfect time to practice lucky girl syndrome. I've been syndrome. trying really hard to like learn more about lucky yeah. girl syndrome. I did a full episode on lucky girl syndrome. If you all want to listen to it, I don't remember what episode it is. But if you're on Spotify, by the way, to find Kimberly's episodes, find lucky girl syndrome episode, whatever you want to find. If you scroll all the way up on the note to self page, you can type in like a keyword and then all the episodes oh, will come that. up. So you can type in Kimberly's name. All of really her episodes nifty. will come up. Really nifty. So what about nighttime? Are you, do you do stuff at nighttime during your solo day or are you more of a, it's just a I daytime mean, girly? I love to like spend a whole day out exploring and come mm-hmm. home exhausted mm-hmm. and like order dinner, watch a movie. Order dinner. And like take Tea. a long shower, do yeah. a hair mask, like, light a candle, do all that good stuff Mm -hmm. or like cook myself something. Yeah. I also love spending the whole day by myself and having like an 8.30 or 9 p.m. dinner with like girls that just like fill up my cup, like girls that I love. Yes. And having a long girly dinner with like a crisp martini and a salad. You know what? Those kind of dinners are the best when you're not like going to get all dressed up for them too. Like you're like more casual, slicked back hair. Ends up being the most fun night. The most fun night. And like, you never know where the night's going to go. Yes. Like that really truly is my ideal Saturday is like mm-hmm. to wake up. Oh, farmer's market is another one. I don't yeah. really like grocery shopping. I'm a farmer's market Sunday kind of girl. I think it's, yeah, they're usually yeah. on Sundays, but I think that's a really nice like entry into solo activities. Farmer's market. Some other thing, let's, let's talk about some activities people could do. Cause I, I've been thinking about this cause I have obviously been doing a few things myself. Uh-huh. I like to go to movies by myself. But oh, I specifically go to iPick where you can like the layback, you know, recliner Amazing. movie. I really want to go see Little Mermaid, probably or Spider-Man by myself. I'm excited love for it. both of those. Any kind of like picnic in the park. I Books. live really close to a park. So I bring a book yeah. or something. I like have a joint maybe. <laughs> I'm love. in LA. Oh, lay there. key to a good solo key. day. Have to key. hide it from the park rangers, obviously. Go to New York. <laughs> really? No one really knows what's going on here with Interesting. that. Well, we have to, they won't let you smoke anything like, like, like in public or anything like that in the, oh, in the park I go to at least. We don't have that yet. The Rangers will come around, but I'll like, even like with my friends, we'll go out and have a picnic and like, we'll bring like a little canteen thing of wine. And you have and to just hide lay. 
You can't bring glass. Oh, you can't I think bring it's wine the same here, actually. So we put it in like a water bottle and we just lay and we talk. But if I'm alone, I'll like bring my little journal. My friend yeah, Iman and I like silently laid in the park together the other day. I love silent friends. Mm-hmm. I'll order like food too sometimes. So I'll order food to my place, put it in my little bag, walk over to the park, eat amazing my lunch, read a book, lay in the sun. I think that's a great solo activity. Yeah. Obviously, like workout classes, you can pretty much do solo. I don't think that would be like a solo day date thing. I have gone to Broadway shows by myself. Really? Which I, to me, that's way less like out there than going to a movie alone. Because it's like, I don't know. It's like culture. It's like going to a museum. I have never gone to a movie alone. but I would love to. I'm just not really a movie person. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really enjoy going to the movies even with people. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, well, it's a good solo thing because like, what do you do when you go to a movie with someone, you're not talking to them? Yeah. It's like, what's the point? I yeah. guess in that anyways. I've also, when I was in London and I had that like epic day by myself, that was so incredible. I went to dinner by myself and I mm-hmm. sat, which I don't do that very like that often, but I do it every now and then. Yeah. And like sitting at the bar at a restaurant and like eating at the bar is amazing. Okay. So my, one of my favorite things to do in New York, at least is I love going to the bar, like happy hour time, maybe yeah. a little bit later and reading a book at the bar. Yes. Getting a martini, and put your reading AirPods in and people don't know if you're working. Like, yeah. Bring your laptop if you're so nervous mm-hmm. about it. Like no one There's something about, cares like, about if, you. If I, <laughs> no one cares about you, by the way. Yeah. That's by what, the way. one thing you have to get over on a solo day, I think, is that people are worried about eating alone, going to a movie alone, like how it looks. No one is. No, no one one's cares. looking at you. I will say, though, it is easy to say if you live in a New York or if you live in L.A. where like, people are really up their own ass. So that's like, true. Which it makes me feel so free to be like you're either a micro interaction yeah. or you're nothing. And I love that. People hate that about cities it's like liberating. this. I'm like, I love it. I feel like free to do whatever I want because no one's paying attention. I think there's something about like if I go into a bar and I saw a cute girl because I'm cute, obviously, obviously if I saw a cute girl sitting by herself reading a book drinking a martini I'd be like that's the coolest fucking girl I've ever seen in my life easy and people I find want to come up to you and like yes like women Mm -hmm. and men which is a different story well sometimes you find the not annoying ones that way too yeah like if you aren't dressed up like you're supposed to be at the bar like you're in a casual outfit drinking your drink I actually at when I had that meal by myself in London a guy at the restaurant walked up to me and Mm -hmm. like was like I don't know how we started talking. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm visiting. And he like wrote his name down on the receipt and his mm-hmm. number and gave it to me and was like, if you need anything while you're in London, oh, that's, that's happened to me twice. Yeah. When I've been alone at restaurants. Okay. So maybe do that. I'm the a big fan of also guys. the lunch date with myself, the dinner date with myself. When On the dinner date, I'll usually bring a book as well because I feel like it's less like, I don't know. It's hard to focus sometimes if I'm scrolling TikTok because obviously I want to sit there and scroll TikTok yeah. like, clearly. But like it just like is more romantic, I think, for it, myself. Yeah, it is. And it gives something. you like a reason to be there because if you're just if you're going to sit on your phone, it's like yeah. you can just do that in your apartment. Like it yeah. makes you feel more present, I think. Absolutely. So I love that with reading. I also bring like a little journal with me. Like if I'm on a solo day, I have like a journal because yeah. I would make, like I write lists down a lot. They're on my phone, but I also just love to write them or like brainstorm, especially love that. episodes or something like that. And I've gotten a lot of ideas from things like for things like that when I'm sitting at lunch, like reading a book or something. I love like in L.A., for example, love going to eat at lunch, at the, eat lunch at the Ivy by myself. Oh, yeah. Dreamy. It's beautiful. I do like Dreamy. a full three course. Like I do like a little drink for myself. Amazing. Or like a green juice. 
I do apps and then the meal and then dessert and coffee. It's like such a gift to yourself. It really is. And it feels like there too, like people are in and out and like you'll always like people watch and it's gorgeous. Obviously the restaurant's gorgeous. So like find a like a really nice lunch place in your city and go sit there for yeah. lunch with a book and your and journal. And sit at the bar. Like yeah. if you're nervous about sitting at a table mm-hmm. and feeling like losery, yeah. go sit at the bar because that's kind of what the bar is there for. Like people are traveling. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I travel to LA for work, I yeah. eat by myself so much. And like no one, no one cares. Okay. Yeah, I think that people especially if you're traveling. I love one, the London thing that you did. It's yeah. great. Paris, I had a whole day to myself. Oh my gosh. Heaven. Which was amazing. It was freezing when I went last though. That's a bummer. It's harder to do when you're in cities that aren't walkable. Yeah. But, I mean, you can, you can, it, the mapping it out is the important part. Yeah. I think. And I think that if you target one area that has a lot of boutiques or like restaurants, mm-hmm. like the more happening areas of town and you just go there and like stake out in one area, like my best trip, my best tip for traveling and for like living in New York is to pick a neighborhood for like the morning yes. and a neighborhood for lunchtime and a neighborhood Got for it. evening. Yeah, yeah. And then you just like walk around and explore. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit, I need to schedule my next all day date with myself. I think oh, Saturday morning I'm going to have to myself. I'm going out Friday night though. So we'll see how that, if it makes me yeah. sleep in, like the whole thing. But Saturday morning I'm going to have to myself. So I might do like a nice long like get ready day. Also Sunday, I don't leave till like three. So oh, we'll see. that's amazing. Well, maybe Sunday will be my day. It's also kind of nice to have a solo morning and then a solo flight. Yes. I and then I go home solo myself. life because I live by myself. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> and then Monday I do solo. <laughs> and then Tuesdays, Monday solo, also Tuesday solo. solo. <laughs> but I think that these are all really good ideas. I think they're easy ways. I mean, shopping's always an easy way to do things. Yeah. Solo fitness classes, easy way. But I would challenge yourself to go, even if you're in a relationship, but this is not only for single people. Oh my gosh, no. Single, y'all, I know, did relationship this when I had girlies. a boyfriend yeah. all the time. Plus, it's like it's like kind of fun. You get home and your boyfriend's like, what'd you what do today? You're you like, I had a full day without yeah, you, of bitch. Things. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> no, I love a solo day. I think it, if you need to challenge yourself, everyone should challenge themselves to sit at a restaurant or a bar by themselves. Agreed. And get them, you know, all of that fear out. Just or by looking like weird. an art museum. That's such yeah. an easy but challenging solo thing because mm-hmm. it's like no one is looking around at other people at an art museum. No. You know, like, yeah. And it's stimulating. What else? Is there, any, is there anything I else I, I can think have of? I a list on my phone. Well, we have I to, mean, facial, massage, I mean, that manicure, easy. pedicure, yeah. duh. Schedule out those kind of like things. Well, that's all I can really think of right now. I think that this is a great start for a solo day. For everybody, if you're just getting into solo activities. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of these things you can really do in a big city, but I feel like you could also find this really wherever you are, especially a picnic. You can do a picnic anywhere. For sure. A lay in the sun picnic is wonderful. A movie is wonderful. But again, I think that a question I get a lot is how do you feel comfortable doing these things by yourself, especially like a movie or something like that. And I think that once you do it, even though it's kind of scary, you realize one, no one's looking at you and two, that it's just really not that scary yeah. even when they do look at you. And if you're embarrassed the next day, like if someone looks at you funny, which like will not happen. Yeah, yeah. The next day, that person's never going to think about you again. They don't give a shit. So like they don't care. It literally doesn't matter. Also, you look it's cool. It's liberating. Yes. It really is. Like I went to a symphony by myself in London mm-hmm. and I was nervous just because like it was an uncharted city, like like uncharted territory. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a really nice symphony. And I don't know, my mom got you me would. a ticket. Yeah. And I was just like nervous. <laughs> and I got there and I was like, I like I felt really like sophisticated and mm-hmm. like I enjoyed it by myself because I don't know, like 
no one's distracting you and annoying you. It's empowering in a way. It is empowering. It is. For sure. Because you realize you really don't need anybody else. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't. You. There are like <laughs> you. 12 cameras in here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no well, thank you so much for coming on thank yet you for again. Me. You're the perfect, perfect person to talk about this with, I think. Because Amazing. you always, I feel like you, I get texts from you. Like when I do get texts from you, it's like, I just had a great solo day. I was walking around. Like yeah. you're the queen of the solo day. It, it's true. I went to like the Halloween parade by myself in New York. Because <laughs> like no one, none of my friends could come with me. I have a lot of friends, by the way. <laughs> I have like actually me, an I insane do have social friends. life. I've been like a hundred weddings. Well, that's why you like your solo day. Laughing at me because she was like, "You're the only person I know." She was like, "What'd you do yesterday?" I was like, "Oh, I had the best day. I went to the Halloween parade." <laughs> she was like, "With who?" I was like, "By myself." Me. <laughs> it was sick. <laughs> yeah, no, I know you're the queen of that. But thank you so much. Where can everyone find you on social media? Just do um, the archivist one. Yeah, that's a good call because my yeah. other one's private. It's the archivist. So it's like A-R-T. It's like archivist, mm-hmm. but with a T in there. So it's the archivist. The archivist and on I've TikTok and Instagram. And i TikToking because Peyton encouraged me to do some She's got to do it. Talk, Y'all go so. follow her on TikTok if you want to know more about art. Yeah. And she will make videos. I'm going to make more and more about art. It's so fun. So please do follow me on TikTok because like it's embarrassing out there when no one's following you. <laughs> Oh, I know. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch a new episode of Note to Self every Thursday. Please, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the good stuff. I always want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review if you have a sec. Follow Note to Self on social for all the behind the scenes action and more info about the show at NTS by PS on Instagram and at Note to Self Pod on TikTok. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.